0: Hey, it's JD, and consider this your angel carver blues in the mellow jazz docent episode of Meeting Um, Let's go to a letter. Hey, JD, my name is Abigail. I'm an enormous pavement fan as well as a huge fan of the Meeting Malcolmist podcast. Wow, that's pretty cool to be lumped in. With her pavement fandom, thank you for the work you're doing in investigating the catalog of such a pioneering group of musicians. Investigating is is one way to think of it. Um, I was super stoked to find the podcast via your profile on Instagram when you first started releasing episodes. Yeah, I have an Instagram. Uh, I haven't really used much social, and you can blame Mark Marin on that. Long story, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just sort of uh, made me feel like shit. So I really sort of stayed away from social. Listen to this part of the letter, though. This is cool. An English teacher gave me a copy of Slanted and Enchanted when I was in high school. Since then, Pavement and the later works of Malchemus and Spiral Stairs has been a towering influence on my music. So, in anticipation of your episode covering Mellow Jazz Docent, I thought I'd send along a demo of that song as performed by my indie punk band, Shattercones. We hope you enjoy our version, slash find it cool. It's become a regular feature in our recent performances. Thanks again for the work that you do. We really enjoy the show. All the best. Abigail from Shattercones. Well, what better way to kick off this episode than by listening to the Shattercones version of mellow jazz docent And then we'll get into the uh get into the show that way. What do you think? Let's do this. That was Shatter Cones doing their version of Mellow Jazz Docent. And if you dug it the way I the way I do, you want to check out um, Shattercones on Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere anywhere, you know, that I just mentioned. <laughs> Not anywhere. You can't just go anywhere and say, Hey, Shattercones, unless You live in a town with a weird speakeasy and that's the password to get in. And if that's the case, tell me where your town is. So I'll have the password because that would be cool. So Abigail, thanks for sharing that. Um, Let me know if you're ever in the Toronto area. I would kill to see that live. There's a certain restraint bubbling under your version and uh i would yeah i would like to see that uh restraint um peeled away and and just jump up and down with glee listening cuz it's a a very cool idea to have covered that song and uh, a very cool way that you did it it remains um true uh but like i say there's a restraint there that um, it's just sort of bubbling under. It's really cool. Anyway, folks, <laughs> lock the gates. Welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. I do not even have to go through the whole shenanigans of who I am. You've, you've heard it already. You've heard me say who I am. I'm JD, and uh, I'm here to shepherd you on this journey through. You know what? I'm here to be your docent. I'm here to be your guide, your Sherpa, through the catalog of seminal indie rock band Pavement. And we are well into Perfect Sound Forever. Which is exciting to me, because that means we're getting ready to start on our journey of those uh, long play records that are just wonderful. Don't get me wrong. These EPs are enormous. And what's going on in them and around them at the time is Really, quite impressive, but God damn it, I love slanted and enchanted, <laughs> so there you go. I've just uh given it away. It's late december, mid to late december nineteen eighty nine Stephen Malcolmus is back in town, ready to jam out some new songs with Scott and Jason Fox before they do that, they decide to go and play at a public radio station and they abandon all the back catalog and only play new songs, which is really awesome because the back catalog is all anyone's heard. Um, you know, they've got, they've got a demolition plot done, but no one's heard it. Um, you know, other than a few people. Karatsky at uh, Drag City being one, you know, it's it's getting ready for a launch in 1990, but it's not there. And they've got this handful of songs, Debris Slide being one of them, and um, they're getting ready to lay down, you know, in the studio, which would become Perfect Sound Forever, and they decide to go and, play and that that's actually the last time that fox uh played with them from that point on they became the triumvirate with gary producing um and, and and drumming from from this point forward and to call gary the producer outright gary would have been the engineer for sure um But this band had an aesthetic that they were going for and trying to achieve. And so they were certainly responsible for, you know, producing. If Gary had called for, you know, a a fourth take on something, I'm pretty certain. The, you know, the band would have been like, no, we're good. We're good with, we're good with take two there. (laughs) Just go with take two. Yeah, but it's just mumble lyrics. Yeah, well, just go with take two. So that brings us to today, and and Angel Carver Blues slash Mellow Jazz Docent. Now there's, well, clearly this is this is two songs. There are a lot of people though that would argue with this particular EP that that's the structure of the entire record without the slash. So heckler spray is sort of an intro to From Now On. And then Angel Carver Blues kicks off Mellow Jazz Dosen, and then you get drive-by Fader going into Debris Slide. And then there's Home, and you go out with CorelVid User. So, uh, I don't know if that's, you know, what they were thinking, but that's definitely how it turned out. That's, I mean, there's no arguing that. But the, the reality of the situation is this is the only one that the two songs are, um, you know, one, one track. There are two songs, but it's, it's strictly one track with the slash. So let's start pre-slash and talk about Angel Carver Blues. If any of you out there have a clue who or what Angel Carver is. The blues is uh, is a genre of music. And, um, I, you know, I've done a search, a cursory search, or as Abigail would say, some investigation on Angel Carver. And all I can come up with is a book of fiction that was written in 99. So that predates this by, you know, a number of years. And, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Other than again, you know, sort of describing the genre. This is this is the Angel Carver Blues. So here you go. And what we get is we get uh, a riff. And we, I mean, I guess. It's 12 bars. So until the end, um, at the, the end, you might say there's an extra two bars of outro, but it's like 12 bars. And, you know, there is the 12 bar blues. So I'm not sure if that's sort of the throwback that they, you know, they only had 12 bars of a song. And so they called it the Angel Carver Blues. That I don't know. That's just sort of a, a guess. But from there, we get the backslash and we get the outro to that song, Angel Cover Blues. And then we hear almost a light fuzz, almost the sound of a needle on a record player. And we get into Mellow Jazz Docent. Now, mellow jazz, again, jazz is a genre, and you could argue that mellow jazz is a description of that genre. And then docent, a docent, like I mentioned off the top, is a guide, uh, particularly in a museum, or it could be uh, an underling for a professor in um, some... Schools they, they would have an underling for a professor called a, a docent. The universities I went to didn't have that. Uh, I don't know about the University of Virginia, where Malcolmus went. But I do know that he was working in a museum around this time, and there could have been people doing the job of a docent in that museum. And so he just liked, again, like the sound of that word. And went with that, or this is a docent. He Stephen Malcolm is reaching out his hand and guiding you through mellow jazz. So there's you know a couple different interpretations. If you look at the lyrics, it doesn't really support that. Um, like I would say, gosh. I would say that the lyrics don't really support much of anything that I've, I've mentioned. Um, When they fall in, they fall in from the roof. They grab onto me tightly as if I knew the way. Hmm, Okay. Wait a minute. When I fight for something, I fight because I care. When I fight with you, I fight, but I don't care. That's deviating away. But that first part there, they grab onto me tightly as if I knew the way guide again. Everybody wants the questions to be asked. The questions are the answers to the questions in themselves. Ask me if I really need it. Ask me if you want to get hit. Hit it. And then we get this shredding solo leading into the last line. And it really goes to show the proficiency that Malcolmus has with with the instrument, with the guitar. And, um, you know, guitar gods be damned. This is, you know, an indie rocker recording a lo-fi record and just fucking shredding. And then the drums underneath are quite wonderful. (laughs) Gary, I've mentioned, has, you know, a certain tribalness to it. And I love the sound of the way he makes his toms. Um, there's fills in this song that are reminiscent of, of, uh, Summer Babe that, you know, we'll hear, we'll get to later. And, you know, I don't know if that makes him a one trick pony or what, but I like it. It's great. And then we fade down. And, um, well, we don't fade down. We, we feed back down and the song, Gives you one more kick at the can with the lyric, you know. Ask me if I want to be, and then everything gets calm and quiet. And then there's this whispered, sort of naughty, locked, and it's it's funny and um, poignant. Is is that what the song is? Is is the is the fighting that's occurring in the first verse just two lovers quarreling? You know, I don't know. It's uh, tough, to, tough to say. If you've got an interpretation, let me know. Meeting Malcolmus, Info at MeetingMalchemist.com. And uh, let me know what you think. I uh, I don't know. I know that... Like I said, this song being a mix of old and new, you know, from a mixing standpoint, to me, shows the proficiency that they've got in the studio at this point and um, their economicalness. uh, Just the fact that they can take a 12 bar idea and turn it into a pre song rather than try and do what some bands might do and just build a song out from that riff and um, suffer as a result. They're just, nope, we're just going to use this as a kicker and uh, make it somewhat related by naming it after a different genre. Kind of cool. But now we have to, like I say, turn the side and... Prepare for the end of these EPs, and wonder what's what's to come next. Are we gonna Are we gonna get something longer than two minutes and thirty seconds? Are we gonna get, you know, a full length track? Are we gonna get a feature film from these short film auteurs? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but uh, and you do too. But just imagine going to your record store in April of ninety one, picking up Perfect Sound Forever, and not knowing and the excitement that might be surrounding these tracks. I'm envious of all all of you out there who enjoyed this, you know, when so much else was happening in the world musically. The world was about to change. This is December 29th, 1989, that they recorded this. I mean, sure, Sonic Youth is there, and the Pixies are there, Mudhoney. These are bands that are going to be stalwarts. They're going to be huge, you know, in the scheme of things. But then there's that little pavement. And they're coming to the end of... This record it, sit on it, then let them hear it phase. And they're going to hit the road. And they're going to be influenced by the road. And by the sounds that are coming. It's all very exciting. Hope you stick around. Until then, though. This is Angel Carver Blues. Mellow Jazz Docent. I not the paper. Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. You can listen, share, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about the show, go to www.meetingmalcolmus.com. I tweet and Instagram at Meeting meetingmalcomus. Stephen, are you listening?